Welcome to Spawn, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Liz Gumpener. And I'm Kristen Chase, and we're the founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And today is a very special Father's Day spawned with our guest, Justin Willman, who's a dad himself and the star and creator of Magic for Humans on Netflix, which we love. And season three premiered May 15th. It is so, so good. And he's also cute. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. Is that too gendered and horrible? (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to chat with him about fatherhood and how we can translate that whole fun dad stereotype to help make moms more fun too, or at least get credit for it, right? Yes. Fun moms. You heard it here first. (laughs) And as always, we'll close out our show with our cool picks of the week. Well, we're excited to jump right in with Justin, and we will do that right after this. Today's episode of Spawned is brought to you by Vooks, a streaming library of ad-free, kid-safe, animated read-aloud storybooks. They're trusted by teachers and enjoyed by millions of children around the world every week. It's an entire library of storybooks brought to life to help encourage the love of reading. And to help parents with distance learning, Vooks has created take-home lesson plans that provide kids with 20 minutes a day of read-aloud time and fun activities. Right now, Vooks is offering one one free month subscription to parents, no purchase necessary. That's one month completely free. All you have to do is head to vooks.com, V-O-O-K-S, just like it sounds, and start your free trial today. That's vooks.com to start your free trial and get access to ad-free, kid-safe, animated read-aloud storybooks today. Today's episode of Spawn is also brought to you by Briar's Ice Cream, America's number one ice cream brand, and their line of treats for those of you eating a little healthier these days, Briar's Carb Smart. These sweet frozen treats have just three to five grams net carbs per serving, all under 150 calories, and they are tasty. You can find them in tubs if you like to keep things simple, or in bars with flavors like peanut butter, caramel swirl, chocolate-covered almond, and more. Plus, their partnership with American Farmers means all CarbSmart treats are made with 100% grade A milk and cream. And we've got a special offer for Spawn listeners. Visit briars.com slash Spawn and download a coupon so you can try them out for yourself at Target, Kroger, Amazon Pantry, basically all major retailers. You will not find this offer anywhere else. Go to briars.com slash Spawn. That's briars.com slash Spawn for a downloadable coupon so you can give Briars Carb Smart Treats a try today. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about our special guest. You probably know Justin Wilman best as the creator and host of Magic for Humans, which instantly became one of the most streamed shows on Netflix. It's now in its third season. He describes it as using magic to master the art of being human. And you might have also seen him on just little tiny shows like The Tonight Show, Ellen, Conan. And, you know, he performed at the White House for the Obamas. Oh. Okay. We'll take a moment. I'll just leave that there. Okay. <laughs> the LA Times has described him as a new breed of magician who's making magic cool again for grown-ups. That's probably why his show is so popular with families, because we all love it, not just the kids. He's recently created social distancing magic kits, very timely, which helps kids learn tricks that they can perform over Zoom or FaceTime, and all the profits go to directrelief.org, which is 
pretty cool. And because he's here for Father's Day because he's a dad. He's got an 18-month-old son, Jackson, who he has started doing magic for already. Of course, I think that might be the best way to get a toddler to stop crying. And we're so excited to talk to him about being the fun dad and how it can rub off on moms a little more because we are fun too. So welcome, Justin. Hi, guys. Such a great introduction. Wow. We're so happy to have you here. Got a lot to live to. My goodness. <laughs> thanks for having me. Happy Father's Day. Well, happy, happy Father's, Father's Day, Day to you. you. We should be saying it to you. Yay, dads. Um, but yay, moms. Um, this is so fun. How are you guys holding up? Ooh, we were just going to ask you that. So I don't think anyone's actually ever asked us that, Liz. <laughs> oh, you're not, you're like the nice dad, too. Yeah, um, the nice one. You dad. know, I think ups and downs like everybody. But as we keep saying, the podcast has been kind of our social life throughout the quarantine. That's true. It's actually like having an hour or a half hour conversation with someone feels like, um, you know, date night almost. <laughs> so it's been we're making the most out of it. How about you? How are you doing with everything? Well, I, you know, it's... Uh... I can't believe so much time has passed. We're we're holding up okay. We're getting a little stir crazy, mm-hmm. a little like, you know, a little itchy. I mean, we've been pretty keeping the quarantine really tight, but lately, well, we've had a couple Zoom double dates with our, some couple friends, which is remarkably helpful just to see your faces and yes. have a have a glass of wine virtually with friends once kiddo is asleep, which is great. And we've had some front yard social distanced hangs uh, with friends, which. You, you realize, man, I mean, because I'm a homebody, I do, like, at first, I was kind of like, this is kind of nice being home, don't have to <laughs> go out in the world, but now I'm I'm really just aching for, for connection. I can so imagine. this is this is good for me, too, to chat with you guys for Although a bit. Although, you know, I think there's something to Zoom double dates. We haven't done that, but that's, it's kind of like a double date without having to do the whole performative, like, oh, I'll get the check thing. <laughs> <laughs> And also, you don't have to uh, agree on a restaurant because everybody can just cook their own thing or order out their own thing. So, you know, you can have multiple cuisines happening at once. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of benefits to the whole Zoom double date. And it's funny because I know a lot of people who are introverts, right? And at the beginning of this, they were like, this is the best thing ever. Like they were totally living their best life. But then like their bucket got filled, right? Like they're like, OK, cool. Had a month by myself. And like everybody's ready. Like even the introverts are like, I would like to see people, please <laughs> let me out of this house. So it's kind of funny that exactly. you said that because I think everyone feels ready to, uh, you know, to see humans. And I'm just so curious, like magic wise for you, like you're out and about like magic for humans is like all these random people. So I'm just curious, like, how has that been for you? Well, it's weird. You know, you watch season three, which we shot, you know, near the end of last year. And it's amazing as I watch the show just like oh my god like how am i gonna do this in the new world you know like we we had a new segment we introduced called close-up magic where i'm like hey you want to see some close-up magic they're like sure and i get two inches from their face (laughs) that bit aged well Um, (laughs) and then you know i was you know kind of supposed to be on tour now doing shows at theaters and promoting a new season and i really i mean being on stage being a live performer is like in my blood it's kind of like my therapy you know 
So I miss that. And my wife, uh, this is the most I've been home since I was a teenager, you know, like cooped up. And this is not what she signed up for. Like, it's a lot of me. <laughs> it's a lot of me around the house talking magic. And being the fun dad. Well, See, here yeah. we go. Like, look at that segue because, you know, like when dad's not around, like mom's doing all the fun stuff. So then you're here, you're home and you're like peak fun dad because it's not like you're just like throwing kids around in weird ways that might hurt their shoulders at some point. Like you're doing magic tricks. So I'm curious to know, like, let's just talk about this because we think that dads totally get props for things that moms do anyway. So it's like the dad goes to the playground and all the women are like, oh my God, look at the dad who brought his kids to the playground. It's not like he's doing anything super special. He just brought them to the playground. And I'm just curious to know, like, have you noticed this? Yeah. Like, I love hearing from dads about this. Talk a little bit about it. It's BS. It's BS. It's so unfair. And I and I benefit from it because, you know, like I'll post a picture of me and my my dude and people are like, oh, what a dad. You know, he's watching TV, laughing with his son. But uh, that's nothing special. Like I'm I, the, the, the real it should be post a picture of me making the bed on my own. That would deserve some accolades. And that doesn't happen as much. I don't know where that whole thing came from. I mean, it feels very old fashioned, but I feel like these days, you know, like I've got a career. My wife has a career, but naturally, you know, like there's just this social expectation that she should be able to do her career, but also handle the nuisance parts of being a parent. And dad gets to handle the fun parts. And it is, you know, I've become aware of it. And my wife has, you know, called me out on it many times. And, and you know, like whenever dad's doing something cute, that's when uh, grandma will take a picture. But no, no one thinks of taking the picture when mom's doing something cute. And I've tried to really get better at documenting fun mom, you know, being adorable, doing those things, getting the canoodles. Because you really take it for granted. It's, it's silly. I think quarantine has really helped, at least for me, and maybe this applies to other parents, just kind of achieve a little bit of equality in the parenthood, mm-hmm. you know, responsibility sharing where you realize like, oh yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes on dad when you're busy on your laptop and it's time you uh, step it up. And now that we kind of don't have as many distractions, we're all forced to live in the moment. It's a little confronting. I think mm-hmm. I know for me, it's kind of like I, I, what I try to do is really cherish this time. My son's 18 months old. So I know that, uh, he won't remember all this amazing attention he's getting, but I feel like it's building a nice foundation, you know? And I know it's probably harder for parents of older kids who have to, you know, explain to them why they can't go see their friends or why you can't go to the park and all this. And I, I'm, I'm sure that's a whole different load of stress and complication, but we're really just living, trying to be as present as possible. Mm-hmm. And I find myself just trying to cherish the fact, like I try to put myself in the mindset three years from now, how much I will really love that I have 30 minutes of changing his diaper and throwing him around in the backyard and trying a new activity every 30 seconds because nothing keeps his attention span. Like I'm (laughs) trying to focus on the fact that, uh, yeah, I'm trying to focus on the fact that I will miss this. Well, you won't, I don't think you'll miss the diaper changes. I'll just tell you looking back, I I have not ever missed a diaper change. No missing the diapers. (laughs) (laughs) There's none of that. Especially with boys. Well, in our house, whenever we smell a dirty diaper, the joke is that it's always, oh, Jack's got a present for dad. And it's kind of, I love that I can be the diaper guy, you know, because I feel like there's, 
I, I don't know. It's it's done in 30 seconds. I can clean it. It stinks. It doesn't bother me. I'm I'm glad that I have something that I can do that somebody else See, doesn't want to do. Where this? That's where a, were you? Where like this is such an epic thing to say because we've always said this, right, Liz? It's like the easiest thing. Like you're not attaching a baby to like a, like a body part and like having them like bite you. <laughs> like it's so easy to change a diaper, and you're right. And then you're done. You hold your nose. You put a little peppermint oil under your nostrils if you have to, and then you're done. Uh-huh. So I love it. I and love you get that. credit for a one minute task. Yeah, it's a one minute task. You point. Here we are, like giving a dad like big credit. Like, wow, you changed diapers. Like, we're guilty of it too. I'm you're guilty of it. You're feeding it. into it. You're feeding into it. All right, we're not we're doing like, it. Wow, that's so refreshing. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. Maybe we're inadvertently perpetuating this stereotype, Kristen. So I want to talk more about like the fun dad stuff because I definitely have a fun dad. I still do. I'm lucky enough to have him, and he did magic when I was a kid. He like always went to Tannen's Magic Shop in the city and got, like, the... Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but, you know, special finger accoutrements. <laughs> <laughs> magical Magical appendages. Toys. Wait, wait, where did this show is going and in a special direction? special cups with foam <laughs> balls and, you know, and, like, it was so awesome having, like, the dad who did magic. And that was, like, the world's most basic, like, the three tricks they, they teach you at a counter in Las Vegas. So I want to know if your dad was like that or what were the fun dad things you remember from your own dad? Well, you know, so my dad was an airline pilot. So he would be gone a lot, you know? It's what made me very much like a mama's boy. So my dad would, when he was home, it was kind of like, this is unusual, you know? Out of seven days in the week, maybe he's home three days, you know? And sometimes I'm like that because I'm on tour and I don't like kind of that parallel just because I know just kind of, not that resentment builds about dad being away, but just a disconnection builds. So my dad never did magic. He never really like pulled coins out of my ears and whatnot. He, his fun dad thing would be taking me to like one of his rental properties and raking leaves and paying me $10. So it was, and, but I would enjoy it because I would like ride along with him. His fun dad thing was kind of like just teaching me the ways of the world, you know, like his language and currency was, you know, building responsibility in me, building independence, you know, Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you think about like the animal kingdom, you know, you, you kind of like want to raise your child so that it can fend for itself because you will not always be there. And I feel like that was kind of his thing. But the, the cool part of having a dad who's a pilot is that back in the day, pre 9-11, when I was a kid, I could go on a trip with him and fly in the jump seat, like in up there in the yeah. cockpit, you know, <laughs> as a little kid. And there's nothing... I mean, it's pretty cool when you see your dad in the uniform making the announcement flying an airplane. Well, it's funny you say that because my kid's, <laughs> my kid's dad is also a pilot. So You don't say. Yes, you don't say. And um, do they find it awesome? They do. They do find it awesome. In fact, um, before all this went down, my son, who's 13, actually got to fly with his dad to Rome. And they did, you know, like the quick turn, 72 hour or whatever. And it was, I think it was pretty cool. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. I'm not even married to the guy anymore. And I thought it was pretty cool. So, you know, uh-huh. I think there are definitely some fun benefits. You know, the announcement thing is pretty awesome. But, you know, there's, the, I don't know his name, but there's a guy now who I guess is like super popular on YouTube. And he, what he does is he basically teaches you things that you should learn from your dad. Like, that's what his YouTube videos are. It's like how to change a tire and how to fix a garbage disposal. And it's interesting because 
those videos are hugely, hugely popular and they may not seem fun, right? But that idea of like having time with your dad, especially one who is away a lot and learning those things can be fun. So everyone has their different definition of fun. 100%. My my fun with my dad, looking back, always seemed to involve labor of some sorts. You know, shoveling snow, sweeping, you know, just labor, but I didn't mind it. It kind of built a good foundation for me. And we would sail occasionally. My dad liked to sail. We had oh, a little sailboat. There you go. Yeah. Like he, it seems he, li- he liked vehicles, planes, trains, boats, automobiles. Automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one time I, I had two summer camps I was going to, and it was like Boy Scout camp up against sports camp, and they were both in different parts of Missouri, and there was no, it was like check out one day, check in later that same day. So he rented a little Cessna, like a little two-seater plane, yep. and flew me from one camp to the other which sounds like so cool. But I remember I was, I'd never been more like nauseous and seasick and I landed, it was horrible. And I was like, we sh- why didn't we just drive? And he's like, well, cause I'm a pilot. Okay. My dad was also, was not a commercial pilot, but he was a for fun pilot and he had a Cessna and flew me to camp. <laughs> So parallel universe. Very anyway, parallel. Oh, yeah, it was so, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to look ridiculous, right? Like, I'm like, why couldn't we have just driven? Because everyone who's seeing me fly in is like, oh, the girl who flew into camp. <laughs> like, I'm I'm a regular person. It's a good story. It, it's hey, a good story. Hey, my dad pulled quarters out of ears, you guys. Oh, See, oh. My, dad, my dad never <laughs> performed magic, but he was always supportive. Like, he was so amazed by magic tricks. And for me, that I think when I was a kid, that's what got me hooked is because it was the first ability that I had that my dad didn't know how I did, you know, like when you can do a trick that your parent or your teacher doesn't understand, like it's a paradigm shift. So he would kind of encourage me to like make magic a business and we would do kids birthday parties and he'd chauffeur me around. So it was it was good quality time, but it was always kind of related to building self-reliant, which I'm I'm grateful for. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And my actually my thirteen year old loves magic and has always loved magic. And my older daughter, my fifteen year old daughter, goes, well, not this year, but generally goes to a performing arts camp and and like got super into magic and started doing magic and performing and it was pretty cool. And like I know one of the things which you just mentioned, there's something cool about wowing your own parents. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> and getting to that point where I'm literally looking at the trick and going how did you do that and I know it makes them extra excited that I really I'm not like oh yeah I could see the card in your sleeve like I have no idea how they did it well and it's equally cool probably as a parent being like my my child has has become the teacher like they they're, they're mastered yes well they, they teach me about many things that I don't know for sure so I just want to know like what's an easy trick that we can learn that wows people or that our kids could learn, that's a good one to start with. Well, I'll describe it, even though we're just, you know, in in an audio form right now. But like the simplest trick that people find really uh, satisfying, but it's also so silly and stupid is where I make this silver ball float. You're just like, it's the mystery of the silver ball. And it's actually just a soup ladle up your sleeve, but you point the soup ladle directly at them. So you're just seeing the bottom silver ball part of it. It's easy to spot. I think it's in, it's in magic for humans in an early episode and and I do it all the time and it looks stupid good. And your ladle's in your kitchen and you probably can't remember the last time you even used your soup ladle. So you might as well use it for this. We use ours to bang on pots and celebrate the um, workers at 7 p.m. every night. That's literally the only reason we use it. I would never have thought to put a ladle in my sleeve that's this is why i'm not the fun mom (laughs) fun mom uses a ladle for its purpose you know fun dad probably tries to use a teaspoon to scoop soup and it doesn't work out as well 
<laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, but all that said, all the ladles that we own are like in my magic bag. None of them are in the kitchen. So my wife, I'm sure, will get pissed at some point that she can't find a freaking ladle. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's clear that men need to be more engaged in the kitchen and know where the ladles are and that moms maybe need to take a little more of a break from that and do some of the fun things. So I want to know, like, besides magic, what are a few ways that you think moms can up our fun game? Like, maybe there's three cool things that we can do or we can learn that are always just great and entertaining for kids. Well, my wife, uh, Jill, she's really the fun mom in our house. Like, I do make my son laugh and everything like that, but my wife can make him laugh much harder. And I think, I mean, this is maybe going to change soon, but since he's 18 months old, magic doesn't really have a huge impact on him. Uh, it doesn't register, you know, like there's the object permanence. Doesn't yeah, totally. Developmentally. So he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, developmentally, it's just kind of like, why does dad have as many toys as I have? And he's always <laughs> trying to, you know, I, was, I, I do these little videos where I try to teach him magic on Instagram and he just, you know, ruins every trick just because it doesn't click yet. So maybe that'll change and he'll find me to be super cool. But my wife can make him laugh the hardest by throwing him around. They're screaming, hide and go seek. Game is really good. I don't know. I'm, I'm very impressed. She makes noises that I have never heard her make all the time that we've been married. But ever since this little kid came along, her her kind of screech that she'll do, you know, like, ah, will will crack <laughs> him up. And, um, and she's really good at just finding this, this. Like, I will go on Amazon and I will you know, buy 20 really cool kids toys and games and he will like just churn through them 20 seconds each and not care at all. And my wife will like take an empty oatmeal tin and cut a hole in the top and just make it a little container for chalk. And my son will like spend hours just putting mm. the chalk in the, in the bin and dumping it out and putting it in. And the dad in me is like trying to like you know, put a Band-Aid on entertainment, you know, like, let's buy a thing that's supposed to be cool, as opposed to, like, just getting creative with, with arts and crafts. And yeah. it's weird, because magic is mostly arts and crafts, really, but I kind of think of it as work. But I think just the simple, fun, tactile, low-tech stuff, my wife is has really, really good instincts on. See, they, they always love the boxes, right, Liz? Like, the kids, you give them this amazing gift, and they'll spend, like, hours just playing with the ribbon in the box. Totally. Like, that's just, that's how kids are. I, I used to give when I would fly with my kids when they were little, which is an extremely, there's no fun in that. You cannot be the fun parent with a little one on the plane. I think that's very difficult. But I would give them tape. Yes. Because tape, kids and tape, kids love tape. Painter's tape. Right? He loves his painter's tape. Oh, just put it everywhere. But I think it's a good reminder that being fun doesn't require like a whole lot of stuff. You don't have to have the house with the biggest jungle gym out back or right. the water slide. Not that that's a bad thing. No. But there's like so many cool things you can do. And actually, a few years back, I wrote a post on Cool Mom Picks called 11 Fun Things to Learn to Do That Will Make You the Cool Parent and Uncle or Grandparent. And it was things like learn how to make balloon animals or do shadow puppets or um, just learn how to cut good paper snowflakes or learn American Sign Language, the alphabet, and teach your kids. Like sometimes it's just really simple things and it mm -hmm. doesn't mean like going out and investing in a whole lot of stuff. 100%. Like taking a Kleenex box, you know, where you pull one sheet and the next one comes out and the next one comes out. So like uh, my wife would take a bunch of these silk handkerchiefs that I have in my garage from like my years past. You know, I'm a magician. I have silk handkerchiefs in a bin <laughs> and kind of like stuffing them in the box, but but kind of intertwining each corner so that it kind of mimics Kleenex, but you're not wasting Kleenex. And he'll just pull it out, pull it out, pull it out and just be so entertained by the fact that another sheet is appearing once one is pulled. <laughs> so that's fun and simple. 
moms definitely should learn a couple simple magic tricks. You're either on YouTube or you can buy my magic kit, which is really, I mean, it's great for kids, but I think it's really great for parents who need something fun to entertain their kids with because I hate that magic has such kind of a male dominated history. And I feel like moms have a big opportunity to, to change that and inspire their daughters to do magic because it's just such a great confidence building art form, I think, for kids to learn. And what better thing to be amazed by your mom doing is, you know, floating a ladle or doing whatever, doing the coloring book trick and all that fun stuff. I so, love that. We're going to do it. Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm learning the power, though, of just like eye contact, like being present and not being on your phone. I have, I'm a big phone addict. And in quarantine, it's kind of like, what the heck do I need to be on my phone for? Yet I'm so used to just pulling it out in a moment of in, in any lull, like, oh, Jack's watching TV. I so think I we can, all are. We Listen, all are. We all are. We have a tech site. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. We actually launched a new podcast called Out Tech Your Kids. Like we 100% feel that. I love this idea of just like being playful and silly. Of course, you know, your son is younger. Our kids are older, but there's still something fun. I mean, it, we're not as cool. So like our silliness, I think, could get some eye rolls depending, you know, who we're doing them with in the time of day and the way that the house, the lights are on. Like, you never know, like, what will make your child hate you that day. But I think, like, <laughs> this idea of being playful, being silly, I think that's especially hard to find these days. But I think even before this quarantine and the pandemic, it was very difficult. Life is hard. We're stressed out. We're running all over. I just feel like you're saying, like, at the basic level, just have fun, be silly, be playful, you know, like do things that are kind of out of the box and and surprising that your kids would not expect you to do. A hundred percent. It's like the, the fun parent is the one who's on their phone less, I think, in our house. It's how, we, how it turns out. Whoever's on their phone less is the one that my son is into. And I feel like even if he doesn't, like, register what the heck is stealing dad's attention like he knows that he's not getting it for some reason and he's just believing that whatever's in my hand is more important than him and that's I don't know, I've realized just how kind of sad that is. So I'm trying to rage against that the best I can. And you know what? That's true. Even when your kids are 13 and 14 and 15, they may want to be alone more or be with their friends more or be on FaceTime more. But deep down, they also really want to know you're available for them. And and when you can steal those moments, it means even more sometimes because you know they're starting to move away. It's very All right, take it easy over there. <laughs> Roll that back. We're not doing that. So let's let's talk about the show Magic for Humans, we love the show. You're doing these at-home magic kits and you're donating the proceeds, which is amazing. We love this. You've already talked about your passion for magic, but why is it so powerful? Why is it so important these days? Yeah, it's interesting. It feels like, at least like for me as a performer and like, you know, creating the show ever since season one, and it's not, you know, obviously magic is designed to be entertainment and entertainment is designed to take you out of your head and the world and just give you joy. And season one and then the response from season two was always just how much people craved escapism and how it really just, you know, made them forget about the chaos in the world. You know, the world's been pretty uh, stressful the past few years and uh, that it's a show that's kind of not divisive. And I think something about magic is just that it is kind of wish fulfillment in a way. It's kind of just this world of fantasy and wonder and silliness. And and I think just people need to have a laugh and get away from things. And the fact that it's a show that people can kind of watch with their family and there's not tons of shows like that mm-hmm. is special. Like It's just so rewarding when somebody says, like, I was going through a really hard time and your show helped me out or I watch it every night. Like my wife and I watch The Office when it's kind of like our go-to 
I'm too tired to watch a movie. Let's just watch The Office. And it just, we know it will make us happy. You know, we don't, we've already seen everything. So we don't need to like, it's okay if we fall asleep mid-episode. And it's just a nice little, it's kind of like your medicine, you know, it's like your melatonin. So that's rewarding. And I will say the show is something you can watch with your family. Uh, season one, episode six is a little bit of a edgy or so maybe watch that when the kids are asleep. But other than that, every episode's pretty good and family friendly. And I hope I get to make more of them. And I think learning magic, you know, obviously with these magic kits, I know what it did for me as a kid mm -hmm. in terms of building confidence and giving me some sort of a context to discover my personality. You don't have to like buy this kit and hope that you become a professional magician. I think it builds some, some traits and characters that are useful in whatever passion a child or teen ends up pursuing. And I think it's, it's a sense of control in this world where, you know, I know as a teenager, you kind of feel like you don't have control over a lot of things. And magic is this thing that you oh, kind of are able to defy the laws of the universe and kind of have control for a few minutes and also command attention for a few minutes. So it's an antidote. Yeah, it is, especially during this time yeah. when we all feel like we don't have a lot of control. I really love that idea of, you know, that that this can give you a little bit of that. Like you said, I mean, even if it's just for a few minutes and even if it allows you to connect with somebody else, those are the the things that we're longing for, right, are the connections, the control that we don't have. And who knows if it becomes a hobby for our kids. I think that's what's exciting. I know, um, Liz, you said Sage is like super into magic, right? So it's kind of fun. Yeah, she loves magic. You know, we had to get her like the 50 piece super magic kit when you're for <laughs> Christmas. And then the next year it was like, I need the 200 piece. Magic kit. <laughs> so I need all the pieces. It's a, it definitely like, you know, the finger handkerchief trick, definitely the gateway magic trick that leads to more and more. <laughs> <laughs> it's an addiction for sure. But I, I really do love the way you put it also. I yes. think for kids to be able to say, I did that or I made that happen, I think that is valuable. And I had never thought about it in that way right now at a time that they they kind of don't know what tomorrow looks like or what they have control out of. That's a wonderful perspective. Yeah, because all the other things that, you know, kids do in their lives, a lot of them are kind of just team sports and, and these other activities that a bunch of other people also do. You just don't feel as special necessarily. And I don't know, I certainly wasn't even close to the best athlete in whatever I, I did. So it's magic is kind of this thing that everyone knows about magic. Everyone, you know, is familiar with it, but so few people do that if you know magic, you're kind of like the coolest kid on the block. And it's a, it's, it's an interesting way to just shine, you know? And, and I think, I know, I wish I was coming out of quarantine with some sort of new skill. Like I bought a ukulele. I was like, I'm going to learn to play the ukulele because I gave up on the guitar a long time ago and I have like scrummed it maybe five times. So magic is, is a nice just way to emerge from this whole time with a new skill, even if it's just that. one trick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm trying the ladle later. Liz, how about you? Yeah. It doesn't just make you the cool kid. I think it helps make you more of the cool parent too. Yes. Sometimes, 100%. you know, we, you know, it may be superficial, but I think sometimes moms, we just want credit for being fun sometimes. Yes. Damn it. We I'm are fun. the cool moms. We are the cool moms. How cool is a mom just to hear your child describe you to their friends? Hey, my mom is magic. Yes. Aww. Aww. Well, on I that note. That. Our magic. <laughs> we all know moms are magic, but literally in this case. We are my literally mom magic. Hey, magic. I made a baby come out of my uterus. That's all yeah, that's say. kind of the best trick ever. <laughs> Wow. That was my greatest <laughs> trick of all. Everything's downhill from my there. My ladle pales in comparison. <laughs> yes, we will not compare a ladle in your sleeve to having a baby. So, Justin, <laughs> we know the show's on Netflix. Folks can find you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Where can our listeners grab these awesome 
kits that you have available. Is that on your website? Yeah, it's on my website, the Social Distancing Magician Starter Kits at justinwillman.com. I've wanted to make a magic kit forever, and I don't know your experience with the five, the 50 and the 200-piece kits, but <laughs> a lot of times most of those pieces are junk. And there's maybe a couple good tricks. So I tried to do a kit that's just 10 of the, the best tricks that I know that kids will do that I used to do. So it's been rewarding getting all these Instagram videos of kids doing oh, them over Zoom and for their friends and so wowing awesome. their siblings. I do value yeah. that. I, I love that's that. great because I, I can acknowledge that there are a few pieces of unknown usage or origin at the bottom of our closet, and I don't really know what they are, but I assume they came from the magic kit. Yeah, back with your Sony disc, man. Yeah, what was fun is that instead of including like paper instructions, because I, I don't know about you, I personally don't like to read instructions. And that's why like when I get a piece of Ikea furniture, they don't even bother with words. It's just pictures, you know, because I'm, <laughs> I'm a dingus, you know. So I made all these instructional videos. So you get the kit, you get a link to a secret website where I teach you how to do all the tricks step by step. You don't have to read a thing. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, secret website. Secret website. Secret website. Chances to practice reading. I'll leave that to the teachers. Okay, this is awesome. And of course, we will share all of the links to everything where you can find Justin, where you can find these kits, where you can find the secret website on our own not-so-secret website. See what I did there? Coolmompicks.com. And we will be right back with our Cool Picks of the Week after this. So, Liz, you know what will guarantee... Us being fun moms. Do you know? I'm going to go with, uh, <gasps> is it come in a freezer? It does. Is it on a stick? It is. Is it Briar's Carb Smart? <gasps> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I'm psychic, Kristen. Psychic. That's my magic skill. <laughs> well, I have to say, these have made me the fun mom in my house because my kids are eating these up. They are delicious. And if you're not familiar, they're a line of sweet frozen treats with just three to five grams net carbs per serving. They're all under 150 calories. And, you know, they do come in the bars, which my kids are eating, the caramel swirl, the chocolate-covered almond. But they also come in the tubs, which I have to say for summer is awesome because summer means, I don't know, it's Sunday season, right? It just feels like you should be eating Sundays in the summer. Yeah, I think special desserts that mm. involve anything frozen and cold right now, it's a really good thing. Yes. It's hot. It's or Maybe it's just really hot in my home right now. No, it's hot but, here um, too. Yeah the, yeah, the tubs are good and super convenient. But I got to say, I told you, my teen daughter said that the fudgesicles were the best ones she ever had. And that is high praise from that is. a picky teen. The other thing we like is Briars has partnered with American Farmers. So all their Carb Smart treats are made with 100% grade A milk and cream. And, you know, Kristen, I like the dairy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my addiction. <laughs> yes, you do like the dairy. And we have a special offer, Spawn's listeners. Go to briars.com slash bond. Download that coupon so you can try these out yourself. They're available at all major retailers, your Target, your Kroger, your Amazon Pantry. Oh, my. Just go to briars.com slash bond. Get that coupon. Try Briars Carb Smart Treats today. And then you'll be like, the fun mom, too. Let me know what you think about the fudgesicles. I want to know if my daughter's taste is aligned with yours. I think you'll like them. Okay, it's time for Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. Justin, you're our guest. You get to go first. Thank you. So chivalrous. Okay, so I am bad at giving massages, okay? Uh, and I don't know if it, my, my hands hurt after like a couple minutes or I'm just ADD and I can't get into it for the length of time. Like my wife loves getting massages. Their, her love language is, you know, rub my feet, rub my shoulders. And I just, I can't, 
wrap my head around it. So I, you know, these little massage guns that are advertised for me, it popped up on Instagram and then it popped up on Facebook. And then I kept seeing these things. There's a brand called Theragun or Hypervolt. And they're kind of like wow. for, for like heavy workout duty. physical therapies. They're not as crazy as they sound. The name brand ones are like 350. I bought a knockoff one on Amazon for like 130 bucks. And this thing Let's me give my wife the uh, you know physical affection, the stress relief. I mean, all of us, I think, even though we're like not out in the world doing all the things, I feel like I've never been more sore when I wake up in the morning, and I don't know what it is, just lifting up this kid and doing all the stuff, and my wife as well, everything hurts. So this little massage gun lets me kind of be the masseuse that she wished she married. <laughs> It's really easy to massage yourself, kind of get and get, the, get your back. And I don't know, it's like a meat tenderizer. This thing works really, really well. I'm on the Theragun website right now. Ooh. And I will say, I know some massagers seem like they could have other uses. Uh-huh. This looks pretty intense. Okay. I would stick with massage. I'm just saying that. Yes, use this for its intended purpose, <laughs> unless you are very adventurous. This is not double as something else. Okay, that's well, cool. that's a cool. It's pick. a good tech. It's a good Father's Day gift. It's yeah. a good oh. Mother's Day gift. Okay, it's just a good gift. You can say you're getting it for him, but really, you're getting it for yourself, and it's fun. It charges up. My son finds it very fascinating, and he hasn't hurt himself with it yet. Even though I, I snatch it out of his hand <laughs> if I see it. But, not made for children 18 months yeah. or younger. No, that's awesome. Okay. Okay, exactly. we've never had anyone pick a massage gun, Justin. So I'm here. I'm here with the gadget. Congratulations! Pick. I love that. We're gonna call on you for our next Father's Day gift guide. Okay, That's a great idea. I did just discover this animated show called Booba, and I don't know oh, if you guys gosh, have seen it. Yeah, that brings me back. Booba. Yeah, I just discovered it, and it makes my son laugh like nothing else in the world. And I don't know why. It's very. It's a very fun show. So I'm new to the party with the booba. So I'm glad I didn't choose that as my pick. <laughs> you would have been like snooze, snooze fest. No. And it has boob in the title. So how like how perfect is that? How can you not like a show that has boob didn't in the title? Didn't even notice that. My head's not in the gutter like you two. He's like, is this a clean show? <laughs> All right. I don't know what's going to happen, but Liz, what are you picking? Where are we going with this? Okay. Uh, so my cool pick of the week is So you're just picking alcohol. You're like, I'm picking alcohol. Well, there's a little more to it than that. (laughs) I am usually kind of a wine drinker. I don't drink a lot. But when I drink at home, I tend to just grab a bottle of wine. But there's something about quarantine that we're like, we have time to make cocktails. We have a fully stocked liquor cabinet. Why do we not ever (laughs) dig into it at all? And seeing as how I also started taking up like herb gardening as another thing to do. This is like your your ukulele, Justin. I don't know how long it will last. But um, (laughs) mint is growing like crazy. So we started making homemade mojitos and it's the easiest thing. It's so good. And uh, I even did a TikTok video, Kristen, on how to make it. It's that easy. Yes, you and, did. Um, mojitos. They've been like a, my happy summer drink and also perfect for Father's Day. What goes in a mojito? You got your vodka, right? No, you it's rum. Your... rum. So here, I'll tell rum. you the trick. You should really look at Cool Mom Picks on TikTok for the whole <laughs> recipe. But if you're just doing one at a time. The easiest way to do it, you can do it right in a glass. You don't even have to shake it up. So you squeeze about a half a lime in, and you want to pour in some simple syrup to taste, which is it's simple syrup is easy to make. You're just boiling equal parts water and sugar until it boils down into a syrup. And we always keep it on hand for iced coffees and stuff. So we pour a little bit of that in. And then you want to, the trick is you want to take a maybe 10, 12, 15 mint leaves and you want to muddle them with like the back of a spoon or whatever you have. So that you create like this minty, limey, sugary base. And then all you're doing after that is pouring in about an 
ounce and a half of rum, add ice if you need it, and then just top it off with club soda. That's it. It's so wow. simple. It's like I feel tipsy lime mint, rum, and sugar. <laughs> could you use the massage gun on the limes? <laughs> like, you could muddle it. You <laughs> oh, you could muddle your drink with a massage. I'm just trying to make them all go together. It doesn't really have to. But, but. I see broken glass. And it's <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Anyway, it's fun. It's been fun to make like uh, easy cocktails this summer and just, you know, if we can't go out and get them, why not do it at home? Not sure why I never thought about that before. It only so, took a pandemic, Liz. It exactly. only took a pandemic. Hey, we're looking for silver linings here. So, Kristen, what's your cool pick this week? Okay, so I'm going a little bit of a different direction. I am picking the amazing pride-themed masks that we shared on our Instagram feed from the Fluid Project because June is not only Father's Day, but June is Pride Month. And, you know, Hooray. we here at Cool Mom Picks, love is love is love, and we want to support our LGBTQ plus community, the Fluid Project, it's P-H-L-U-I-D Project, does some amazing work and 20% of the proceeds of these face masks goes back to support this community, so we will link them up. They're fun. You know you know how we love messages on our masks, right, Liz? That's like our thing now. Uh, I have I have a personalized mask you gave to me that I wear every day. Yes, you do. So anyway, I just thought it was important to shout out to the LGBTQ plus community. We love what the Fluid Project is doing. And of course, it wouldn't be June 2020 without talking about a face mask. So when we can look back at this <laughs> however many years ago and be like, remember when we were shopping for face masks? So that is my cool pick of the week. And just a reminder, all of this stuff, everything we talked about will be linked up over on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Spawn. Huge thanks to our guest, Justin, and to our engineer, John Bowen. Hey, there are a few things you can do to help spread the word and support Spawn. Subscribe, download and save our episodes. You can leave us a five-star review if you like what you've been hearing here. And honestly, the best thing you can do, tell a friend or a family member, the family dog. No, they probably can't <laughs> download a podcast, but you know, a human, a human that you like that you think would appreciate Spawn. We'd really be grateful if you pass it on. Yes. And if you are a listener, which... Uh, you are a listener because you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. You can join us over on Facebook. We have the Spawned Podcast Community. It's a Facebook group. We would love to have you over there. Come chat with us. Say hi. Let us know what's going on. We would love to hear from you. Of course, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And you can email us, Spawned, at Cool Mom Picks. And hey, let us know what you want to hear about. If there's topics that you'd like to hear more about or that you're not hearing about at all, let us know. We do take audience requests. We're cool that way. Thanks so much for listening to Spawn. This is Liz. And this is Kristen. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.